Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage. Vera Waters was born Vera Chan. She was the founder of the Vera Waters Charm School in the 1960s, which was a Hong Kong first, and taught young women about makeup, deportment, and polite behaviour. These days, Vera is still involved in the skincare industry. She explains what first made her interested in improving her own appearance and confidence. When I was small, all the time my father spoke outwardly, saying that daughters are useless, they cannot contribute to society, and when they grow up, what they can do is do housework, bear children, and and that's it. They they can't contribute to society. I therefore, as a result. I, I had a lot of pressure. I, I felt very unhappy. So all the time, I uh, I was living. I must say, I had a very very unhappy childhood. So all the time, I yearned that one day I can stand out in the crowd. I can do something and and do something good to the society. But be, because of, as a result of his running down daughters all the time, I uh, I was very diffident. And I felt very, um, I was lack of self confidence, and I could not face people. Now I can look at you and you know eye to eye to talk to you. But when I was small, I just always looked down. I dare not look at people because I thought I was inferior to other people. So I thought that well, if I want to 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 get on in the world, I have got to have confidence. Therefore, I just decided to that I will. Go and improve my appearance because I was my face was full of pimples, and uh, I I had a, a bent shoulder, and uh, anyway, I was all the time so unhappy that you see I was very also very thin. I only weighed seventy eight pounds at that time when when I was in, even in middle school. So because of Worries and so on, so I decided I have to change myself. You went to London mm. to learn about beauty and deportment. Can you tell me about that experience? Well, I I went there. In in actual fact, that was um, a, a school recommended by Women's Own's editor. I wrote a letter to the, to him. And Is that the magazine? Yes, that 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 was a magazine I always like to read. And I I told him what I what I was lack of. Self confidence and so on, my my appearance and so on. I would like to improve, and so he recommended me Lucy Clayton in Bond Street. So I I, I went there and took the course. At that time, there were about forty students. I was the only Chinese. Because um, I would say that for for a shy, diffident girl, as you say, who was living in Hong Kong, to now up sticks and go all the way to London is quite a confident move. Well, because I wanted to force myself to do what I. Should do if I don't. In fact, in Hong Kong, I also took up quite a lot of、um, lectures, and I read a lot of books on how to improve relationship with with people and so on and so forth. But、um, and I also took um, uh, the um, some courses run by、um, Hong Kong University on public speaking and and anything that can. Increase my self confidence. I would take it. So, what was the Lucy Clayton School called? That was called the、um, Lucy Clayton School of Personal Grooming and Modeling. I was trained together with models.
Those girls who wanted to become models, then they also took the course, and we were trained together. And also, there were some women from the from high class family. They they also want to improve themselves, or some um, uh, girls uh, coming out sort of that they also learn learn the course. It, it was good fun, but they also were very very strict. Uh, about the training, for example, they when they teach you, they want you to always look perfectly groomed. Your hair must be in its proper place, and your makeup must be perfect. And your fingernails, when with the paint with, with the paint fingernails, it must not be chipped. If they see that, uh, you know, just one finger nail is chipped, or you have a leather stocking every day, you must wear stockings, and so on. Then. They'll get you to get on the stage and point out your mistakes, your your weak points, and scold you like mad in front of all the the rest of the people. And that's why, because of that, then you get the habit of having to be perfect every time before you go out. So you learned about personal grooming,、um, but also about deportment. So、yes. so what did you learn there? I mean, you were saying about、no. with you'd had stooped shoulders before. Yes, with the deportment, it has really improved my posture. I used to have a crooked back, but now I'm very strict. So, how did they teach you to walk? Well, they don't ask you to put a book on on the top of your head, but they they tell you that you should always presume that your that the top of your head is touching the the ceiling, whether you are sitting down or standing up or walking, and when you walk, your chin. You know, here should be of ninety、um, uh, degrees. Okay. If your if your chin is down, then you're creating double chin, <laughs> and it shows that you are diffident. But if you are like that, you know, with your head higher, then you you look very arrogant.、Uh, it doesn't present a good image. And you should, when you are walking, you should always. Have a very slight smile on your face, you know. Otherwise, you, if you look uh, uh, very stern, and people think you are very unhappy, and uh, uh, how can you do that? Well, you just all the time think of something happy, something that make you happy, or somebody that you like, or something that you like. Then immediately you will find that your face will show、uh, you have a very pleasant、um, uh, appearance. Then people seeing you and think that are、oh, you are friendly, you are not unhappy. But I'm sad to say that nowadays in Hong Kong, a lot of people,、uh, you know, walk with very stern face. Yes, that's、They、true. Actually, yes,、hmm. a lot of people I think are very tired here sometimes、hmm. as well.、Uh, what did you learn about table manners? Well, table manners is、uh, that.、Um, Of course, how to use knives and forks and uh, uh, eating bread and so on. And、uh, I find that with Chinese, they are very fond of. They get hold of a piece of bread or a loaf. They will put butter, cut it into half, and then put butter, and then get the whole thing to to bite. But then we sh- we should take, you know. One piece by one piece, just one mouthful. You put the butter, and then you put in your mouth like that. And、uh, of course, when you drink soup, you must not make noise. Like you know, some Chinese when they drink soup or anything liquid, they say、yeah. not not just Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> they make noise. And、uh, also, how to place the knife and fork after you finish eating. And of course, if you have、uh, bones in your mouth, you don't. 
just sort of throw it out like that, but you have to use either a fork to get it out or use your finger to get it out and so on. I also took the modeling course in London Academy of Modeling as well because I wanted to to learn more. And also I also took stage makeup course at L. Leishner London Limited. They teach stage makeup. They, they, they can teach you how to, from a young girl, to turn into an, an elderly woman. Very interesting. And um, I also took the Dale Carnegie course, public speaking. Every le- lesson you attend, they make it very hard for you. For example, you have to pick up from a hat, pick up from a hat a title, and then you have to stand on the stage and talk for 10 minutes. Yeah, another one is... I want you to talk about something that is very touching, that you make everybody cry. So I did that, and I won a, pa- a pen for that. And what was your subject? My father. Yes. Well, I, my subject was... My father, actually, all the time he said that girls were no good and so on and so forth, and yet when he died, we sorted out his things and found in his wallet... He had my photograph in it. He's got three daughters. But my photograph, I was wearing my uniform, uh, sitting in front of the church uh, of the altar. And my photograph was the only one. So it shows that he actually loved me. So I said to the parents, if you have children... Show your love to them. Don't just say uh, you don't like them or anything. Because as a result of what he had always been saying, I was very detached from him. When you came back to Hong Kong, you'd learnt all about speech-making, about uh, all of these uh, skills at the Lucy Clayton School. And you didn't just use them for your own build-up of your own confidence. You actually started to share them with other young Hong Kong women. Yes, I did. A good friend of mine said that, well, since you have learned all this uh, in Hong Kong, the Hong Kong, Hong Kong has practically everything except a finishing school. How about we start um, uh, some courses? So that's how I, I also share that with, with people. That, is, um, that was Don Craig, and, and that's how we started the, the, the Vera Waters Charm School. The Vera Waters Charm School, was that probably the first of its kind in Hong Kong? Yes, yes. And uh, we had um, an advertisement in the South China Morning Post. We just put beauty and charm course and, uh, you know, a very, very small advertisement. And as a result of that, after we published this um, this advertisement, we recruited eight students, uh, 11 students from eight nationalities we had to teach in English because my partner, Don Craig, is an English lady. She is a qualified beautician. And uh, it was quite interesting. We used her sitting room as a classroom. And her husband made a, uh, you know, some a long mirror for us. And so people sit on two sides. And, and she taught uh, makeup and I taught department and so on. It was... Um, very interesting, but because of this advertisement, South China Morning Post um, sent somebody to interview us. So the Vera Waters Charm School, do you remember when that first started, when it was launched? In 1960, uh, 1965. Actually, that was uh, in the beginning, it was just called Beauty and Charm School. But then 
after a time, uh, Dawn had to go back to UK with her husband because her husband's contract finished. So I, I continued. At that time, I had made a name, name for, for myself. So I decided to run the, the charm school uh, alone. And uh, I, I changed it to Vera Waters Charm School. We have really um, taught a lot of women and gave them confidence. A lot of them were, you know, either they were born shy or um, circumstances made them to be diffident. Then after the course, they completely uh, changed. Like uh, one, one girl in particular, she was um, from the boat, you know, born in, in, uh, from the boat. So um, at Tanga. Yes, at Tanga. And then when she came to register, she would say, uh, 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 you know, just she could not complete a sentence when she talks. Uh, she was so hesitant. So anyway, after she um, received the training, uh, because at that time, uh, as a result of the South Sunday Morning Post interview, a lot of newspapers and magazines, they interview me. Therefore, they every now and then when they want to get more some information or news, they will come to me. So I told them about this girl. And then they, gave, they wanted to interview the girl. And it was so interesting to see that the girl, she made herself a white dress to, to, to put it on on the day. Uh, when she was attending the interview and she was posing for the for the um, camera and uh, she gave a very good interview sort of like my fair lady <laughs> and uh, that that gave me a very good uh, uh, publicity and as a result her mother wanted to thank me she gave me a big pudding you know those very hard brown colour pudding that you have in Chinese New Year that is sweet a big one to, to give to me. Another time, she would give me a lot of eggs uh, to thank me for training her daughter. Vera Waters talking there on the Vera Waters Charm School and about how more Hong Kong parents should express their love for their children. Thanks for listening and join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage. Hong Kong Heritage, produced and presented by Anna Marie Evans. You can hear that program again tomorrow evening at 6.15 here on Radio 3.